Oh, hello there. You've tuned into the BS Podcast Network, and I'm Jay from This, That, and Everything. Thanks for listening. Your attention, please. The Magic Garway Podcast is now leaving from New Orleans for an artistic tour of all things Disney. Jumbo, everyone. Rumble. Hi, Mr. Anonymous here, and you are listening to the Magic Our Way podcast. Magic Our Way takes an artistic view of all things Disney-related. Join your hosts, Kevin and Danny, Marvel expert and proprietor of ivorycomics.com, Eli, and your personal earmarked travel agent, you've got a friend in Lee, Lee Lastavica. Come join the Mau Weekend Nation on social media and at magicarway.com. Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way podcast. podcast. Yondu Wednesday, everyone. You are listening to the Magic Hour Podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are Artistic Bus talking about Dizzy stuff. www.magicarway.com is where to find us. My name is Kevin. And I am Danny. And with us today, we have our resident Marvel comic genius from ivorycomics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? Yeah! And the who watches the watches to you, too. That's right. I'm your daddy. But you my daddy? Daddy, oh, daddy. Whoa, daddy. Oh, daddy. Daddy, oh, daddy. And, of course, we have our resident travel agent from Magical Moments Vacations. Here comes the money. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Lee Lasavica in the house. No, not in the house. He's on the radio. Or not even on the radio. He's on yeah. Skype. Hi, Lee. On the Skype, yo. Word to your mother. They go to money. <laughs> Word to your mother. <laughs> Word to you. That's solid. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. mama. Slap me some skin. On the left-hand side. That's right. Pass the duchy. Pass <laughs> the duchy. Pass on the left-hand side. That's it. I didn't know you were Jamaican. Jamaican that money. Here comes the money. <laughs> what? Here we go. Wait till you hear him sing Red Red Wine. He does that good as well. <laughs> Very Jamaican. <laughs> You be 40. <laughs> yes. No, he'd be about 55. You be 46. <laughs> so, guys, as you can tell, we got a very great show for you today, man. The start of the summer movie blockbuster season has begun with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, and we're here to talk about it. Uh, quick warning if you haven't seen it yet, I suggest you hit pause and come back to us later if you don't want any spoilers. This sucker, of course is a spoiler-filled episode of the Magic Away podcast. Well, don't come back to us later because we really don't talk about much else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah take that. the week off. We'll see you next week. Thank yeah. you. Watch the movie. Let us know what you think. Thank yeah, you. Let us know what you think. Show yeah. Magic Away to come. Bye. Come back when you know, you've seen it. Show us your ego. There you go. Show us your ego. <laughs> <laughs> see what I did, Dad? All right. So let go my ego. There you let go, go, my, go ego. my ego. <laughs> Ego, oh, ego. Oh, ego. <laughs> Not Vigo. Not v- no, it's Vigo. It's Vigo. Vigo, yes. Some weekends, ladies and gentlemen, enough of our 80s references. 
We have a great show lined up for you today, so enough of our jibber-jabber. Let's go make some magic. And here we are on the hub. And if you saw the movie, you do recognize that particular tune, prominent throughout the entire movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 came out. Yeah, part of the beginning of the summer movie season. So very excited to catch that movie last night before the official day. So we, that's what we're here to talk about, y'all. And just a fair warning before we delve into our discussion, this is spoiler-filled. Yes. There will be spoilers. We're going to talk about things that happen in the movie. So if you do not want to hear it, now is your chance to turn it off. And that's I'm right. stretching this sentence to give you a second to think about it. And that should be plenty. Spoilers <laughs> out the ego. Here we go. We're gonna let it. We're gonna let it out of our mouths. Properly worn. Right. You be saying yes. Uh, on your face, neck, and chest. We're gonna get the spoilers happen, guys. <laughs> so, how about some opening statements? Hmm. Opening statements. Who wants to go first? I'll take this one. All right. right. You're the comic guru. I, you should go first. I gotta do it. I mean, look. Uh, you know, last show. Look, we were talking about past attractions. You guys put in your memories on that. This one here, I was like, hey, if I'm not the Marvel guru to say something on this, I don't need to be here. And I want to be here. <laughs> yeah, my dad called me up and said, wow, y'all really didn't let Eli and Lee get a word in. And I was like, <laughs> we let them get in as much as they had to <laughs> say. Had to say no, I, look, no. And if, if, there was a, if there was a song, this movie is about music. I think of Casino when Robert De Niro takes Sharon Stone after they get married into like this new house he has uh-huh. lavish for her. And then there's the, this song that goes, what a difference a day makes 24 little hours. That's how I looked at this movie. <laughs> it would have been a completely. Oh, sing it, Eli. <laughs> you want to do it again? Swoon, you're making me swoon. What a difference <laughs> a day <laughs> makes <laughs> 24 little hours. Right. When you're going to review Guardians of the Galaxy Volume uh, 2. And I'm spent. All right. That's <laughs> why I'm hunting this one. All right. So here's the thing, right? If I had did this podcast yesterday, uh-huh. it, I wouldn't have done it justice. I needed that extra day to sit down and be like, what did I watch? Who was in it? What was going on? Mm-hmm. And how does that relay to the actual continuity of Marvel Comics? So it's not fully digested, but you're just masticating it. Oh, I digested it like a planet oh, today, yeah. sir. <laughs> okay. I absolutely did. So, okay. Come on, Galactus. <laughs> right. I'll eat it. <laughs> All right. So here's the thing. All right. So we're going to, you want to start from the beginning? Well, I'm not going to recap. It's just like opening thoughts. All right. <laughs> opening thoughts. Go through the whole movie. All right. Well, you know, we, we never know. Okay. Well, I'll put it like this. Visuals is like the Jamiroquai song. Virtual Insanity. Mm-hmm. You ever heard that song before? <laughs> no. That's, you know, that's... Virtual Insanity. He knows what it is. <laughs> and this quickly, we've already this more than satisfied episode. our singing content for the <laughs> yes. evening. Yes. All right. Fair enough. And All there's right. more to come. There's absolutely more to come. But here was the thing. Some of the songs in there was before my time. So I get that it was something where... No, they, they weren't. Some of them were. Uh, you're yeah. about Peter Quill's age. 
Well, you know, I'm not I'm not his shape, definitely not. <laughs> no, you're a little more parish. You're but... <laughs> you're pre uh what's that, office Peter Quill? <laughs> Parts and Rec. Parts and Rec. Parts and Rec, that's it. Parts and Rec, sorry. But the thing is is like to me I thought about it and I was like, this is essentially a musical without the character singing and dancing. You know what I'm saying? Like music is an integral part of this movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of the songs, like, I was like, yeah, I get why you need to use it. But I was like, yeah, I never heard of some of that before. Like, the first movie, totally did. And I think that's where I'm, I'm going with it. Like, uh, the first movie was credible. Second movie, awesome. But it left me um, kind of disjointed, right? Here's the main thing. I just jump into it and we'll see what everybody thinks, right? Okay, first, I was going to say it's the longest opening statement. <laughs> I'm just having fun. I'm just having fun with it. I'm just having fun. Okay, all right. Let's just, all right, we'll just go into like it, my right? my cousin Vinny. But, uh, just, what are your preliminary thoughts on the movie? Okay. Um, I love the action. Uh-huh. Love the action on it. Uh-huh. The plot, uh, not, not nice. too much. Yeah. Not too much. And what really was killing me when I thought about it was like, Mr. Gunn, James Gunn, I don't think he's really too worried about the Marvel continuity. I mean, I get it. Comics, movies, two different things. But there's a, you know, there's a phase that they got going on. I think he's just like, hey, look, I'm just good doing my own thing. And uh, that's, that's the sentiment I got of it. Here's the thing that got me. I'm going to do the gun thing. Yeah, I'm do the gun thing. All right, the but gun. you into continuity with the Marvel Universe. What are your thoughts on the film? <laughs> Why do you keep going like in... I'm, I, okay. We can get there. We can get okay, there. Okay. What are your, your general overall thoughts, your opinion on the film? Love the visuals. Uh, they had some really slow moments that I didn't think needed to be there. Um, the, mm-hmm. the thought of who Peter's Quill daddy was. Peter's? Peter's Quill daddy. <laughs> Who's Peter's Quill? <laughs> Is it daddy? <laughs> Oh, Colonel Angus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Mr. Quill. How about that? Star-Lord. Penis Quill? Penis Quill. Star-Lord That's Daddy. a whole different movie. Well, well, uh, if you remember from the... They, they made a point of saying in the movie mm-hmm. that he did have a penis. Yes. They did stop. Yes. Just, yes. yes. Just like his father did. Right. They, they did check on that. Yeah, um, that's right. That was his father. It wasn't his daddy. I, yeah, it wasn't his daddy. I, I think, like, the characters in, in this one, <laughs> they didn't get as much... Um, they didn't fire me up as much as often as in the first one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I would agree wholeheartedly. My brief little opening statement on this. No, go ahead. I've never had this sensation in a movie before where you go and you see a movie like this and there's such high expectations because I so enjoyed the first one. But you're trying to temper it knowing that Marvel has a tendency to make the sequel suck. I mean, there's very few, like, Winter Soldier's the only one I can think of that I didn't see, and I'm like, eh, whatever. Mm. You know, and I'm not going to say suck, but, like, definitely didn't need to buy, didn't need to watch over and over again. Yeah. So when watching this one, the opening scene happens, you see young Kurt Russell, and it's like, wow, look at this, how beautiful is that? They go into the opening action sequence, and 30 minutes into the movie, I'm like, damn it, he did it. This is it. It's perfect. They've done it. I'm just here for the ride. And that's the first time I've ever said that in a movie. And then an hour or so later, I'm kind of looking at my watch like, (laughs) (laughs) he was. Yeah. What time is it? Uh, It's like, how long have we been here? Uh, It's 
really dragging on me a bit here. Um, yeah, I can see that. I can yeah. totally see that. You, you could see that or you could see yeah. me checking my watch. Well, both. I could <laughs> see both. both. I could totally see both, yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay. And that's part of my my opening statement. Go ahead. Go that. for it. Don't go for it. Are you? Are you, are you, are you yeah, that's all. Uh, that's yeah. Brief opening statement. I enjoy the movie. Mm-hmm. I love Toddler Groot. You know, he wasn't exactly baby, but he reminds me of my toddler. So I was uh-huh. like, oh, look at that. But, you know, there's a lot of very exciting things that happen in the movie. Mm-hmm. And then we got very emotional. <laughs> Holy Character God. development. Things. Oh, my God. We went through hell with that. Then and then yeah. it was very, very Wait. exciting. Very exciting. And then it was more character development. <laughs> okay. Which one was more It was painful? like Dawson's Creek in space. Yeah. You know? yes. <laughs> I was. Yeah. Which one, okay. Which one was more painful? Oh, this the, is painful. Gamora and Nebula or Rocket and Yondu. And Yondu. <laughs> and Yondu. Or is and it Drax. Peter and Yondu? Or is it Peter and his dad? Oh, it's Rocket and, and Peter. And Mantis and Drax? Oh, Mantis and Drax. Oh, that? look. Drax so didn't sad. need to be in the movie. He did not need to be in the movie at all. Well, like, he was the funniest character. Well, well, hold up. We're going off again. Lee, your opening statement, sorry. sir. I'm sorry. All right. So. I basically just agree with everything. Thank you, Leah. That was very good. Very well thought out. We had a great time. Roll on. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) no, I mean, I I I do say the same thing Danny said. Like I was really trying not to compare it to the first one because there's no way it's going to be as good as the first one. And part of the reason the one the first one was so good is because you didn't expect it to be that good. Uh You just thought. I mean, I'll. I don't know if I've ever said this before, but. When I saw the poster for Guardians of the Galaxy, and I saw a freaking raccoon with a machine gun yes. and a tree, I said, what is this stupid <laughs> sh-? Why would I want to watch this? That's maybe but, what want to watch it. And your daughter was like, no, Daddy, was you're like, making a scene. Stop screaming. I was like, Somebody give like, me the popcorn. <laughs> this looks like the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. But then people that I knew started saying how good the movie was. I was like, well, this sh- maybe I'm wrong. Let me go check it out. And yes, I was blown away. I was like, this is the coolest movie ever. You know, I, I yes! got it. Yeah. And I've watched it like 60 times. You know, I mean, I watch it just whatever. Whenever I'm sitting around bored doing nothing, I'll just throw that movie in. But You throw that so, movie in. Yeah, you do that. That said, there's no way that this was going to be that good. But you're right. It was just too long. and um, <laughs> just, just so sad. It was... <sighs> Very emotional. And it was just too much going on, man. I mean, like... So many stories. Yeah. Too many backstories, <laughs> so, and this person wants to kill him, so and that person wants to kill him. And, but then these guys are really bad guys, but they're not that bad, but they're good, and then they're hard. And it's like, oh, Jesus Christ. And there's so much <laughs> sexual angst. Yeah. It was just too much, man. So It was like watching but, wrestling where every character needed an angle. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. Even, I mean, even, even um, Wandu's basic sidekick he haven't had to get emotional mm-hmm. uh his second in charge i don't know his name oh it's like Kaleg or something guy right. is the gun's right. brother yeah speaking, so speaking of emotion and, and again all <laughs> that being said it was still a rather enjoyable movie I, no, I, I felt like i got my money's worth i felt like Cracklin? i enjoyed it and I just, oh. I just found myself trying to like i'll just say this for the first 30 minutes 45 minutes maybe i was making notes making notes making notes and then bitch i was like i didn't have anything to make notes on anymore you know what I mean? That's so sad. I was just like, oh, okay, well, I'll just. That's so sad. Okay. He was playing Angry Birds. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> no, see. I was still watching the movie, but I just was like, okay, well, there's nothing that interesting to make any notes on now, so. That's yeah, let's so see sad. what Pokemon I can catch at this moment. <laughs> That's so emotional, Lee. I, just... I get so emotional, baby. 
Really? Every time I think of you. I wasn't emotional seeing these people talk. I I, I got a bit. Uh, I I didn't mind in the intro when they were fighting the big squid monster over the batteries and Baby Groot is doing like the Christopher Walken dance. <laughs> you know, I, I thought that was an interesting intro. I, I thought that was neat. But you're right. Once it got to the point where they're like, okay. Uh, hot golden lady, we're gonna take your batteries and we're gonna go oh, off to this planet. That whole race of golden Paris Hilton people. People, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could have lived with that without that whole storyline. Saved an hour in the movie and and been perfectly fine. Well, I thought it was great. Like for the first half hour, I was visually like, oh, it was awesome. All, I thought the golden people were awesome, but then they kept coming back. It's like, how can we miss you if you don't go away? Just <laughs> give us ten minutes without the golden. <laughs> People. But they weren't even a threat. Like, you know, when they when they came out in the ships and the ships were like drones and then they were all people that were in like bad 80 arcade movies and stuff. And then like you all see, that things are yeah. I like that. You did? I dug it, that. It reminded me of Disney Quest. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> to be I, honest. I, I mean, look, I, I didn't dig it. Because it makes sense. Like, why would the Guardians of the Galaxy be blowing up people, you know, that aren't really why bad guys? Why was it like worried about the violence of Because they were the ones who they stole. Yeah. So, you know, it really, I mean, they brought this on themselves that the people would, of course, be chasing them. And also, too, it's like, why would the perfectly made race want to destroy themselves? Well, because you have yeah. soldiers. You have, like, millions of people. Okay, I get it. They took more people to roll out the blue carpet for the hot golden lady than it was for people to actually get the Guardians. I guess I'm old-fashioned where it's like, okay, you have an armada, and you have, like, you know, people that are like, hey, look, uh, you need to go here, you need to go there, but not people are like, hey, it's an arcade game, and we got to get these batteries, and oh, well, we're out of it. I mean, don't get me wrong. The more they did it, you were tired got, of it, right? Yeah, I was tired right. of it. Right. And they're back. But I thought it was clever the first time they did it. <laughs> yes, okay. And then you hear the arcade sounds, and then yeah, they're the really arcade dying. noises especially. is like, yeah. beep, beep, beep. Well, I think they needed an excuse to put a, bun- a, a 10 million little spaceships into this movie like they did with the, the Nova Corps in the last movie yep. where they had 10 yeah. million little spaceships. Yeah, and well, I, but see, and the Nova Corps is hardcore because they were actually pilots in the ships doing their thing. Yeah, but see, they were facing off against bad guys. They were, they were right. So, I mean, here, the bad guys were the Guardians because they stole yeah, the batteries. Yeah, they stole the battery. Yeah. So, just rocket. But <laughs> I get on, the politics of it. Okay. Okay. But going back to this, this is what I find, this is what I thought was the central theme of the movie to me. Mm-hmm. It was almost as if they said, we've got this Infinity War movie coming up. We just need to tread water until we get to this. I mean, because we've been promising Thanos for quite a few movies now. So, we've got to do a sequel real quick. Um, what did everybody like about the first movie? Oh, they like Baby Groot dancing at the end. Oh, Baby Groot dancing at the end. Okay, at the very beginning, <laughs> we're going to give them a five to eight minute sequence of Baby Groot dancing. What else did they like? Woo-hoo. They like Yondu's arrow that was flew. Okay, Yondu's arrow. We're going to have a whole sequence of Yondu's arrow. Stick that in there. What did they like? Did in they- slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> they like the mixtape. All right, the mixtape. We're going to make sure that they even make it a point of saying that they have to have music playing when they're fighting now. Yes. And we're going to make the mixtape. Yeah, there you go. There Stick you go. that in there yeah exactly that's what it came to be it's like everything that you liked about the first movie we're gonna overdo the heck out of in it in your face yeah stick it in there sick of it face neck all and chest. it's Rax's awkward humor 
until you can't stand it anymore. Stick it in there. <laughs> you must be so embarrassed. <laughs> or <Right>. disgusting. <laughs> he he, he did that out loud laugh like six times in the first <laughs> half of the movie. Leave uh, taking count. Look, for the record, I mean, Batista as a wrestler, I don't like. So I was giving him a chance in the first one, and I dug him because he was like, hey, look. This is somebody we, I know you guys don't want to face him, but I'm going to face him. But in this one, he was like, yeah, just touch me. Let me have well, feelings. Let I thought me he did a good job. I mean, the, the actor Batista did a good job. Uh, it's being humorous, it but the character of Drax did nothing. Well, I'm, yeah, but that's the writing. Now, yeah, if you're going to say it's the writing thing, I'll agree with you that they were very repetitive. And then in the first movie, a lot of Drax's humor also came from the fact that he was very literal. So he mistook they well, they kind of just did away with that. And yeah, it's gonna be like he's just gonna say the most crudest, you know, crudest things. Yeah. yeah, stick it in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I so know. It kind of felt like every they they had like a Cliff Notes version of what people liked about the first movie, and said do that, but do it twenty times more. And give them all that. And then that's the other thing. I mean, okay, Rocket's my favorite character uh-huh. from the first one, and like you know, I, I was kind of like riding along with him on this one. That's. To me, I think that's almost like the perspective that they took the story from. But I do not remember him and Peter fighting over who was the best pilot. You know, like, I, I thought that was kind of kind of crazy. It's like, look, you know. Yeah, because the Rocket is like the most inventive guy. He builds the bombs and the weapons. But never in that first story did we think he was a great pilot. Well, but he he flew with the Nova Corps to like you know defend everything. Right, but it everything. wasn't like oh, I'm the best raccoon pilot there is. Right, if he so, just was there, he just was there with them. If so, if a yeah, more people, often than not, his feet can't reach the pedals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, if, if, if you if, call if, him Doctor Jones, doll. <laughs> I mean, if, if fifty million people are trying to shoot you, I don't care who the best pilot is. Which one gets us out of this situation? You know, I I think that kind of went against the character that he had. I mean, everybody was assaulting the guy. He was just like, look, don't call me a raccoon. What do you want people to call you? You know, what do you want people to call you? This is last name. Yeah, baby fuzzy bear. What do you what do you want? Baby what do you want? fuzzy bear. Yeah. But you know, he had a lot of he had a lot of emotional Waka. moments. <laughs> yeah, yeah Rocket had a lot of emotional moments in this. Oh my god. <laughs> that scene between Rocket I know how you feel because I'm you. I am you. <laughs> that scene was so forced. Because your daddy told you yes, so. Yeah, how do you know I feel like you feel, daddy? Because my mama told me. That's what I was waiting for when he grabbed Peter at the end of it and he's like, no, yeah, he's yes. Like, saying, please say the line. Please say the line. I almost yelled it out in the theater. Okay, really quick. And this we- is Xandar Pete. Yeah. How do you know who your daddy is? What? Because Yandu told you so. No, but real quick, Poe Dameron's the best pilot in the galaxy. Thank you very much. Mm. There you go. Who? Poe Dameron, you know. Can know. I tell you, I really thought. <laughs> I don't know. I, I was Something hoping, especially after the first 30 minutes, I'm like, this is going to be the movie that finally, like, try, try to say this carefully, not offending listeners. This is going to be the movie that if they can put together two really good solid Guardians of the Galaxy movies. They're going to steal that Star Wars thunder. Whereas everyone's still waiting and anticipating what's mm. the next Star Wars movie going to be about and how's this, what, and they're analyzing the trailer. I'm like, meanwhile, you got this Guardians of the Galaxy franchise that's just now taking off. If they can, you know, if they can steer the course right, th- this has the potential to exceed. I don't think it'll ever exceed the, the first trilogy. Right. Well, the trilogy that we, the middle trilogy, I guess it is now, <laughs> however it works out. Um, right. But what we saw as kids. Yeah, the movie we saw as kids. Um, but uh, yeah, I. I I always thought that the first Guardians was like this generation Star Wars. 
Because, you know, I remember uh, you Star- saying that. Star- when we was, it. Yeah, Star Lord was kind of like a little bit of Han Solo ish. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a smart ass. He's kind of swagger. He's, you know, this and that. I mean, that's, I, I always felt like there was, this was their Star Wars. I look, I, I agree that I felt like it could have been that, but um, they need more than one good movie to get it there. Well, yeah. they want to do a, uh, a, they already talked about a volume three and they're already, they're already planning ahead with the characters and the cameos, which I'm sure we get to later oh, well, that yeah, are already in there. Th- these movies make money, so you're going to get a, a part three, but it I'm talking about matter. in the eyes of fans <laughs> that Guardians of the Galaxy can take that next step. I think it took a giant step backwards. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. I mean, and, the thing was, it was the beat. The beat of it was something where it was like, hey. It was this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look. You That's know, it, right there. Well, actually, it, more appropriate would be like if you have the music to The Guiding Light or <laughs> <laughs> Days of Our Lives or right. anything like that. These are the days of our lives. Yeah. These are the gaze of the Guardian. Yeah. Because it was very soap opera-ish. After a while, I mean, the whole scene with Gamora and Nebula. I just wanted a sister! Exactly! <laughs> Where it's like, wow! So really, there's a, I'm supposed to believe that the entire first movie when she was trying to kill her, she was gonna, always just going to stop and just look at her and said, why couldn't you have been a better sister than me? Right! Like, it, I, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 I'm just saying. It, let her rip. It just... <laughs> rang hollow that this is really what the character's motivation was all this time she just wanted a sister no that's bad writing i no, i agree with that very I mean, forced like, very forced like the part where she goes through all that nebula that is goes through all that work to you know escape get the ravages on the side just so she can get a ship she doesn't think hey you know what i could beat taser face and get all the Ravagers, and then let's just attack the Guardians. Taser and face. Huh? Taser face. Don't get me started on taser face. Taser face. face. Yeah. <laughs> anything that had anything to do with anything going on in the ship, with the, that made zero sense. It wasn't, to me, entertaining at all. I mean, they could have just, they could have scrapped the, the Nebula storyline. She didn't even need to be in the movie. They could have right. scrapped all that stuff. With, I mean, the only reason I can think of them doing what they did with the Ravagers was just to make Yondu the hero that he never was <laughs> yes. in the first movie. They had to build him. Yeah, exactly. Like, the movie starts the very first time you see Yondu. He's already sullen and moody and racked with guilt. And surrounded and, by android prostitutes. Yeah, he's surrounded by android, and he's just gazing out of a window, looking like, how did I mess up my life so badly? And I'm like, this is already not the guy that I remember mm-hmm. from the first movie. I mean, look. Hey, yo, you broke our hearts. Hey, yo. <laughs> hey, Adrian. Hey, Adrian. Yondu! Broke our Yondu. Dude, that's not even what I was thinking. When I saw the two of the meet, I was waiting to be like, you dropped her. <laughs> no! You, you dropped her. <laughs> it was snowing. I mean, you know. You've been judged. <laughs> I forgot about that. That cliffhanger uh, Cliffhanger connection. reference. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought when I saw it. And I mean, like, yeah, really quick. I'm like, was this like 80s throwback theme? Like, you go ahead. You got Tango and Cash happening in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, I like Kurt Russell. <laughs> Escape from New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You escape, But I mean, you got, you got Stallone. And then you go ahead and, and you got Russell in there. That's Tango and Cash. I was waiting for them to like escape from a prison with like you know a rope line or something. Yeah, like but they that. were never in the same scene together. You're right. No, they they weren't. I never got that Tango and Cash feel to it. Um, well, of course. <laughs> Wait for the other one to drop tripod. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah man, I uh, I don't know. I, I Danny, 
Hmm. What what percentage would you say of this movie did you ha- feel yourself looking at Baby Groot and going, oh, I mean everything with Baby Groot had to be like, oh, he's so cute. Oh, he's like, like he got drunk. Oh, he got thrown up on. Oh, mm-hmm. Baby Groot. Oh, yeah, like, there's two like two spots that made me feel, and it was like when he was getting all. You know, on the Ravager ship, he was getting stuff poured on him and everything. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was when Ego kind of took him over while he was in the cave, and he's like crying like a baby. Yeah, I was like, oh, I was pretty much done with Baby Groot after the eight minute dance scene at the very beginning. <laughs> it wasn't like I was like, I hate Baby Groot, but I'm like, okay, they just they're milking it. Yeah, they're they're milking this it. is all the saccharine sweetness that you could possibly. After a while, you're like, man, why are they? It, Keep taking this toddler on these dangerous missions. <laughs> He's dancing in the middle of a, of a baby. Good lord, bad yeah. parenting. Yeah. You're you're right. Like yeah, we're gonna leave you with like this intergalactic villain and yeah. a raccoon. You're okay, baby. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? And it would have been nice for them to explain. Like if we already saw the first movie, but if you were somebody that hadn't seen the first movie, you have no clue why Baby Groot exists. Well, or, then you would know. You wouldn't even know Big Groot to know how Baby Groot came about. Well, that's true. But, I mean, that's a very important part from the first movie that would lead into this one. And I I think they would say, oh, because the theme was family. I don't know what is the thing about family. I get it. You know, Fast and Furious 21 keeps covering it. But that doesn't mean every action movie has to have that theme. Ohana means family. (laughs) But it wasn't Baby Ohana. (laughs) Did he say that? Did he say no one gets left behind? Yeah, yes. towards the end. We're family. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, you know, baby Groot. I didn't realize that. That's <laughs> what? the point. Like, the Lilo and Stitch ripoff. I mean, you know. Oh, well, there well, come were so on. many ripoffs. Mary Poppins. Mary yeah. Poppins. Well, that, oh, come, that, that, was, was, that was solid, though, right? Yeah, like, I, that, I was, that was, that was cool, right? He's coming down when, when the arrow flows <laughs> down. Funny. I mean, I wasn't laughing. You look like Mary Poppins. I thought it was Mary Poppins. Is he cool? At that point in time, like, the full laugh out loud moments had long since passed mm-hmm. like i think i got up a chuckle for that one but um you know no what i would say is more like the the ripoffs like you were talking about the plot like i felt like the plot was a ripoff of just about every star trek episode i've ever seen dude yeah. I, I was getting to that yes yeah I yes. Mean, it just seemed like i've seen this so many times before uh you know it's every oh we're in the planet and everything's nice and there's that one person something's not right da, 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 yeah. da, da, and then da, da, it turns da, da, out it's da, da, not da, da, like da. yeah exactly i don't know if it's live long and prosper was it Star Trek Insurrection that did it? Or uh, I'm thinking Next Generation. You're thinking original series. Yeah. With the music been, you would think. Yeah. But not only that, like I, Devil's Advocate, the Keanu Reeves, Al Pacino movie with the dad. It's like they've done this plot before. Yes. It's not an original. And that's not to say the movie's bad just because the plot isn't 100% original. It's just that it dragged so much because they had so many emotional beats. Yes. It was so to, sad. Wait, very unravel. You know the thing is, is like okay, like you you talk about the Star Trek theme and, and like you know I, I wasn't sure we were going with this, but I, I'm just gonna jump into it now. Jump okay, in, put it in there. Boom, stick it in there. Oh, that's right, stick it in there. Yeah. So like ego, Kurt Russell. Yeah, I'm right? on ego, ego. Right. Okay. First oh, of all, yeah. you know ego, the living planet. It is a Marvel character, but it's not Star Lord's daddy. No, or his dad. Is that his father? Not even his father. Not even his father. Not even his Yondu father. Was wrong. Damn. Yeah. That's okay. He did. So you know <laughs> spoilers. They may as well say Captain Kirk's your daddy because that's pretty much what you know Kurt Russell 
was. Like I, I, I was, I was buying into the thing of okay, look, let's bond, let's figure this, let's figure that. Like I was like, I, I'll just go along for that ride. But then in the end, when he just like okay, so like I'm evil, I'm just gonna throw like every possible thing that just makes me look evil that I can. Oh, by the way, I gave your mom a brain tumor. Like, couldn't you have just said, yeah, you know, look, uh, I put this weird thing in the ground. Your mom was exposed to it. Oh, too all much. those Audrey two plants that he like it was like little <laughs> shop of horror. Yeah, yeah. it's like yes, I've planted the Audrey two, and they will take over the world. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that's the thing. It's like okay, if she would have been exposed to it, I guess my thing is this. If he would have been like, hey, look, I get Indirectly it. Indirectly responsible. Yeah, if it had been gray area where he was like, look, I'm still your dad, blah, 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 blah. I rule planets. I like to do that. We I play wanna, ball together. Yeah, and I want to make you an advocate for evil. You know, you this. Oh, that ball scene was so hokey. Yeah, that was very hokey. That playing catch with, with electric ball. In slow motion. It reminded me of Toy Story 2. <laughs> with, the, with the with the other with Zerg other Buzz and, and Zerg, yeah, I played with my dad, <laughs> my daddy, the best daddy ever. I mean, so like towards the end of it, he's all like, yeah. So like, I had like a bunch of women pregnant, and I was Captain Kirk. I was hooking up with green chicks and chicks with antlers on them. And you know, you're just the only kid that had the power. Like, really, you're the best one. You, like, yeah, you're the best one. It's like, but I loved your mama. Yeah, <laughs> I really did. But I had to leave her and give her that brain tumor. How'd before. you know I loved your mama? Cause Yondo didn't tell you. <laughs> you, know? you know, and all the time I'm thinking, well, why didn't you just take the woman back to the, the planet, planet with you? And you could have easily, <laughs> and then you wouldn't be alone. That was this whole thing, right? He was alone, right? He could have had the. He could well, have he had wasn't alone. He had the manis he, check. He was looking for his purpose. Yeah, she was no, no good. And, and that's the thing. Like you know, he's like I, I never loved anybody like that. Before, but clearly, love wasn't his purpose because even though he was in love with right. her, and if he went back, he could never leave her, which is why he had to give it a brain tumor so that way he yeah. made sure. Uh, but I'm thinking, like, why not just take it back to the planet? Maybe, maybe it interfered with his plan of going to every other planet and having sex with a woman. Well, come on, you can but, put uh, on like an opposite <laughs> end of the planet. I mean, like, you know, all players know that you have two houses. <laughs> you put your wife in one house, mistress in the other house. You know, you're like, hey, look, you, you go on the north end of the planet, and baby, you go on the south end of the planet, and you know, there you go. But right, baby, I'm, I'm stepping out real quick. I gotta get milk. You're like, well, what do you mean? <laughs> you're the planet. You just make milk. <laughs> I can't do that. No, no, sweet. I gotta go to the store. I need to these <laughs> cigarettes yeah. it's on the other side by the mountain okay I gotta who's get that who's that living on the west side <laughs> you don't need to worry about that, that baby who is that you don't need to worry about that baby What's I just shadow figure who is that you don't know who that is you're cheating on me no I am you're not cheating I am on not me. doing that that's Mantis guy that's Mantis guy I just told you about her I'm gonna go jump through 10 portals and whatever Look, man, just help me sleep okay I got problems okay I gotta impregnate a bunch of people to make the planet work what you what do you want? I'm making a plan for you. You ain't got to work. Well, f*** you. <laughs> you. Who <Cool>, next? <laughs> yeah. yeah. just gave away where I guess service <laughs> I mean, they did him all. They did him all wrong. I guess the thing is, is that, again, you know. I'm with you. Mr. Gunn, he just didn't want to make this movie fit in the Marvel cinematic continuity. He's just like, like I'm going to do my thing. wanted to stand out. Yeah. I have no doubt Kurt Russell could play a bad guy, I guess, if he wanted to, but he just looked like a nice little sin. I, I never really quite bought him as this evil... Even as he's talking, he's saying, like you said, he's going overboard, to, and I squished your Walkman, and I gave your mom a brain right. tumor, and all. You know, it's like he was going overboard to try and make himself a bad guy because somebody said, holy cow, <laughs> we're two hours into the movie. <laughs> And we haven't had anybody present themselves as the main bad guy except the Paris Hiltians. I see yeah. what you, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. 
Yeah. Kurt Russell overboard. Ah, ah, nice. Same hair. You did. Yeah, nice. There you go. I like that. I and will tell you, though, that CGI at the beginning when they made him young, I mean, they're getting better. I mean, I, I saw him do it with Tony Stark, and then, yeah. you, you know, what you call it? You see, you know, the, the, they're doing it with Johnny Depp and the new Pirates. Yeah. But when Kurt Russell came on, I'm like, wow, that's a really good actor they found that looks like him because he had the yeah. glasses on. Or like really exceptional yeah. makeup yeah. or it something. It was a younger cat. And yeah. then also he takes off the glasses, like, oh, no, that's young Kurt Russell. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they did makeup on him, and then they did the CGI over that. But it it was Jeez. a good look. It was, it was a good. phenomenal job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, and, and again, okay, the CGI like was amazing. Mm-hmm. It, it was amazing, and like I said, I loved the intro. I loved uh, the the space scenes. I mean, actually, just the overall look of it. Again. I'm like, yeah, I'm in another world. Looks totally great. In another yeah, world. Looks great. You know, absolutely. I, I and and one of my favorite parts. Was uh, the the rocket buildup when he had to take uh, take on the first wave of the Ravagers? When he had like the mine and he had like the electro thing, you know, and he was running around beating them up. Like I was like, that's cool. This dude could you know stand on by himself. But then it got towards the end where they had like the planet and everybody was shooting at stuff, and I lost it. I felt like when we you know saw Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. and there was the dinner scene with the candle and plates were flying like. I lost it again. Yeah. You know, all I remember was Pac-Man. Exactly. Off of this one. Yeah. <laughs> Which was and a great little reference, by the way. I would have rather cool, had the Locklear cool, than Pac-Man. It was Man. so corny. It was. I'm with Lee on that one. It yeah. was very, like, it was know, just like, The man really? just told you, I gave your mother a brain tumor, and I just squished your Walkman, and I, I'm going to kill your friends, and in the middle of a fight, you just become Pac-Man, Pac-Man. just because... We need a joke every so often because, oh, you like the humor of the first one? We're going to overdo it in this one. Yeah, and he turned into, uh, well, Eagle turned into David Hasselhoff. And yeah, I was like, okay. That, that's <laughs> the other one. That's another good one. That, right? Yeah. In the middle of a, like a, an emotional scene, right? No, it's like it kind of destroys the, you want me to buy this dude as a bad guy, but he just turned into, he's yelling at him as David, David Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff, right. Yeah. Speaking of David Hasselhoff. Well, he's about to chime in or something? No, that was the, he sang that song at the closing credits. At the end, yeah. Oh, yeah, that wow. Was David it, was funny. it was funny. Yeah, I think after two uh, two hours and what was it, 15 minutes, I was like, yeah. just put in the extra footage. Oh, I- that's another one. Hey, you like the end credits at the end? Oh, there's going to be five or six. Every single time, it's like, man, I got to go to the bathroom. Please. <laughs> Please either do it at the very end or do it at the beginning. You know, so that way I can space out. I've just sat here for two hours. Can right. I please go to the bath. They give me a tub of soda. <laughs> please. I mean, we went to the bathroom before we saw the movie, and then like after the movie's over, everybody was we like, went to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. we were like, you want to talk about? It? No, I got to go. Exactly. Me too. Yeah, that was very emotional. It was. <laughs> it was. You know. I mean, you know, I looked I had at the hold it the entire time. I was like, did you see? Yes. How long it took for us to come back to you? Terrible. It, it told us and on a special episode of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nebula yeah. tells Gamora about how she felt when she lost her eye. That was so weird. Like, how do you get in a spaceship, chase the lady down in the cavern, push the ship so that it breaks every rock that it possibly can, shoot multiple bullets, like miss her all the time, and then have your sister... Take a gun. I guess it was you know off it broke the ship. off the ship. Yeah, and let me okay. Let me just say that when Gamora had the gun, I that turned me on. I don't know why it just did. Like she had the big gun. She was fired. I was like, wow, I love you. 
<laughs> I loved you before, but I just really love you now. As long as you're not pointing that weapon at me. <laughs> Zoe Saldana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Colombiana. Colombiana. Yeah. Oh. You, you can keep the sword, but I'll pull out the big gun. Oh. Oh. How you doing? Can't dodge that bullet. What's going on? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Did that. Um, yeah, I mean... After all that happened, then the ship explodes, and then, like, you know, they're about to kill each other. And she's like, yeah, well, Dad took out my eye. And she was like, well, I'm trying to survive, too. Like, y'all mm-hmm. couldn't have communicated this at any sister. other point. Yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to kill you to tell you that. I don't know if it's just because I don't read the comic books and stuff like that. But, man, when she talked about how when she lost, her dad would take her arm off, and then she lost again, so her dad took her brain out. I was like... Damn, y'all getting deep. Like, what the hell's wrong with this guy? Yeah, but it did. It made me not feel so good about Zoe Saldana's character anymore because it's like all of a sudden I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. you you're watching her rip apart your sister, and yet no time you're like, Daddy, I don't want to fight her anymore. Right? You're mutilating my sister. She's probably like, I don't want, I don't want to lose my arm. I don't want to do that. You know, you can't throw in the flag or yeah, anything. I I kind of I can't help a sister nebula. out. Yeah. <laughs> what was worse is like where did Thanos get the, the machine parts from? Because obviously they weren't good enough if Nebula never won a fight. Like are you getting this from Fred Sanford? I don't I don't know. <laughs> Edna mode. You know? Inspector Gadget. Look here, Nebula, I went and got you a part out there for me, B. Two dollars. Go ahead, Nebula. I'm go coming, ahead. Nebula. I'm gonna take this arm ball, <laughs> put this other arm on you. You can't do nothing, but try to win. Go ahead, be somebody. I mean, the parts were useless. Obviously, that what what point do you say, look, Dad, I can't beat her, okay? First of all, I'm blue, she's green. I can't do nothing about this. I don't have any hair. Stop taking my digits. Yeah, I quit. (laughs) I'm getting on the ship and I'm flying off somewhere. Oh, just dad, can you get me a gym membership before you rip my arm? (laughs) Yeah, right. Maybe let me work out a little bit. A a little training, a little martial arts training. Yeah, right. Planet fitness, something. I need to be an American gladiator or something. Can I have like, you know, American Ninja Warrior, anything? Pilates. <laughs> can I have the infinity gauntlet? Can I have a gym, Daddy? Can I have a gym? Can yes. you break off a piece of the gym, put it in my hand? I don't even need a cup. Just put it in my hand. Anything. Yeah, man. You get you know, Billy Blanks out to be a motivational Tybo coach. Crebo. 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 That'd be better than ripping parts of her off and... I will, yeah, make bat- I will make a better. We have the technology. Yeah. I will you know, break you. You the two dollar woman. Good yeah, I, mean, I will break you. Just- <laughs> Got you an eye from Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Dad. Stick it in there. That blue light special. I mean, and again, yeah, if it wasn't for the fact of all of these slow character beats, you know, because the characters they just didn't they didn't mix to no. where they had to say, Okay, listen, you tried to kill me, I tried to kill you too. I know we're trapped together in this cabin or this this jail, but, but listen. I respect you. Yeah, I didn't know we were just alike. Let me hug you. Let's hug it out. It was very emotional. It was all off, though. All off. They weren't. It wasn't happening on Planet Ego. It was happening on Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> because everyone was getting in touch with their feelings. Except for Ego, who was Captain Kirk on there, hitting everybody on the planet. Like, well, Peter, you the only kid that was worth the damn. Two now, celestials. Ah, ah, ah. ah. <laughs> I can't do this by 
myself, but yet I can ride a spaceship that looks like an egg and knock out 50 ships. But you know what I can't do? I just can't spread my seed across the planet. I need my son's help to do it. It really was a stupid plan, wasn't it? Yeah, very much. I mean, it's like all that great CGI they did, and then that little blue blob started eating the Dairy Queen or whatever it was. That didn't need to be in there. It looked. Just yeah, you're yeah, don't right. mess with the Dairy Queen. It really did not need to be in there. Where all of a sudden it's like, just for the sake of it, we're going to make this a galactic problem. I just hope. I, and I don't know if you know this or not, but there's definitely some product tie-in because the Dairy Queen right now you can get the Guardians of the Galaxy oh, uh, ice cream thing. Yay! It's like, <laughs> I had one on the way home yesterday. <laughs> you had that with no your Bucky freaking Nuggets. You had that with your Bucky I Nuggets. Bucky God. Nuggets. You ate your Bucky Nuggets, and you had your was... Dairy Queen Guardians of the Galaxy. No, Queen. I didn't have any Bucky Nuggets. But... <laughs> oh, come on. What are they called? The Blizzard. You, you gotta have that, you gotta have that plus the Nuggets plus a, a triple triple or whatever. A Dairy Quills from right. In and Out. Too bad Thanos can't rip out Lee's arteries and put in (laughs) robot arteries to help keep Lee living longer. (laughs) I was going to beat you, but my arteries don't work anymore. Lee, don't mess this one up. (laughs) I was just thinking about, like, when we did the Moana talk, if this is one of those slight things where, you know, Disney Sensei revolves in this is still sticking it to the guy and saying, hey, look, Ego, your fertility ain't worth a damn. You could go onto every planet and impregnate a bunch of women, but you could only make one that could be a celestial. You got to kill the rest of them. I mean, do you really need to do that? Yeah, like, you know, when you saw the skulls, that was effective enough. But then they're like, oh, those are children's skulls. Yeah. Yeah, that's how many children I've killed. (laughs) (laughs) But I love you, Peter. I love you. You understand me. Let's throw a ball together made of light. Like, I think I would have bought it a little bit better if he would have been like, Peter, the reason I had to leave your mom was because being around me, like I'm a god and I'm celestial and all that, like having sex with your mother is what killed her because I'm radioactive or something like that. It wasn't like I intentionally put a brain tumor in her head. Right. It was a complete accident or something to that effect where it would have at least resonated. She was giving me a job and my (laughs) gave her brain cancer when she swallowed it. (laughs) That'll do it. Wow. I mean, even even on top of that. Uh, you might need to edit that part out. No. <laughs> no. That's no. not happening. That is spectacular. I mean, but even. Can you say it again, but slower? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. One of those, yeah. Well, I, w- I was going to. Sorry. Sorry. We, no, that's. Uh, yeah, we got off topic a little yeah. bit. Ah, dog. So, segueing from radioactive semen. I forgot. Was- this is an emotional moment yeah. in which There's Eli has forgotten. I totally forgot what I was, was going to say. His train of thought has left him. I had it, and then, and then I, I, I lost it. And he so just blew sad. your mind. He did. He blew yeah. it right he out the back of the radio. Oh, got it. It's so powerful. It took some time. It was like Baby Groot tried to light that bomb, like, you know, forever. Like, hit this button. I am Groot? Who's got tape? That's the same button you pressed. How is that even possible? Like, that was so random. Like, I thought it was funny at first until he went through every single character to say, who's got tape? Like, who in the hell's gonna have tape in space? That was a long. I was waiting for a long smartass comment. That, that like was that. one of those ones where yeah, I was waiting for the comment and it didn't come. I'm like they're taking it seriously. I looked at my watch and I got back to it and I'm like, shoot, they're still in the middle of this joke. Yeah, <laughs> wow, that was this a bit, that was, going. Yeah, 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 that was a bit long. I agree yeah. with that. I mean, maybe if Nebula was not made of machinery and of Scotch tape, that might have worked. But I no. mean, even if they would have said something like to the fact, who the hell has Scotch tape in the middle of <laughs> space? Right here, well, it's in my fanny pack. Here. <laughs> 
that's where the joke probably should have ended, I would say. But yeah, I no, they kept that one going. Um, yeah, I was gonna just, that and that's the thing with the humor that a lot of the humor was just forced. At first, it was good, but after a while, they just kept pulling it, me like, back it, in. You yeah. needed it to happen every so often, and then it kind of killed it. Yeah, I, I, I remember my last thought before I before I blanked out. Kind of was to say if Ego would have just said, "I'm sorry, I made your mom." radioactive she died wasn't my fault i want to see you as a son yada yada still being kind of good but it's saying but look we gotta like erase everybody including your friends that would have been a good enough motive based upon what the theme of the movie was to say oh okay i gotta start you know blasting your dad yeah you know i I would have been totally good with that but yeah that was the part where i got thrown out of the movie like literally when he said yeah i just gave a brain tumor like it just pushed me out. I mean, the, the part with Yandu talking about who's who, and I get it, you're a cybernetic raccoon, and I'm a blue guy that don't have a fit, but we all together in this. Like, that didn't throw me out as much uh, that- as him saying, yeah, I just did the brain tumor, and I'm Captain Kirk. No, the movie lost me when Yandu grabbed Rocket and like, I am you. <laughs> that was when I'm like, y'all just... I was waiting for them to kiss. <laughs> Michael Rooker did a fabulous job with what he had, but to sit here and tell me that this was a believable role for Yondu, like this character has nothing in common with the Yondu. Well, I shouldn't say nothing, because they, did, they both, both Yondu from the first Guardians and Yondu from the second, they both cared about Quill, and you could tell it. But in the first one, it was, you know, underneath the surface, I like him. But, but I'll kill him a, if I have to. Yeah. And the second one, you could from the start, he was guilt racked and just S A W F T soft. <laughs> and the other thing, I mean, like the very minute, like I knew he was dead. The minute that Stallone said, "It wouldn't, when he died, you wouldn't really eat a horse in the airplane, you suck." And like he you does broke whole, my heart. <laughs> you dropped him. Yeah. When he's, I mean, he. He he really should have maybe died in the next episode. Like, if you want him to be the good guy, then get him on the team. Let him be the good guy, and then let him die in the next movie. And then you then you feel sad because like, oh man, he's turned his life around or whatever. Let him be at least be the reluctant good guy. I mean, it, he just went straight to like he was like offering to sacrifice himself before he even knew what he was gonna need. Like, I, I, who knew he was gonna need a, a one spacesuit? The whole turn just seemed forced. Yeah, and the part where Rocket knew, and everybody's like, well, where's Peter? You're mm-hmm. like, I, I, I can't talk. I can't talk. It's like, look, you mean to tell me, and I love Rocket, but you mean to tell me all the different devices that explode and the, and the way you can make a gun out of, like, toothpicks. You don't have a communicator so that if Peter is saved with Yandu, he can't say, hey, Rocket, pick me up, bro. I need a ride. Get Uber, something. Um, now, the only credit I will give them as far as, like, uh, Yadu, I mean, was I'm glad they gave him the new fin or the prototype fin because that's actually the... That's um, how it looks. Yeah, yeah that's right? how he looks in, yeah. the, in the comic. Okay, makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, because in the comics, he is a guardian of the galaxy in right. the 70s. Well, yeah. they had to kill him off because if they brought him back in the third one, he would have to hook up a nebula. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he should. Get that, y'all, catch, y'all caught that, right? That yeah. Little, that yeah. little bit of a, you know, this may hurt. 
Yeah. Promises, promises. <laughs> Ooh, blue people getting it together like yeah. Avatar opening and busy soon. Well, you saw you. she walked away when it was starting to get a little emotional when, when they were sending him out into space. And like, I don't know. Like, we saw this movie. It's late. It's opening weekend. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah, like the night before. Yeah, yeah night before opening day. So, I mean, you, you're imagining the people there are hardcore fans a, there wasn't that many people there, and B, I think we were laughing the hardest. Like it's like I didn't even sense that the people around us were really all that emotionally invested in it. Like a lot of times, you'll watch these movies, and at the very end, you'll hear applause. There was no applause. No, no, yeah, yeah. No. So and it was a couple of chuckles, but we did most of it. But it's because they were dorks. Just to kind of <laughs> bring this around, and if y'all want to still talk about this, we can, but I remember saying this when we walked out of the theater with Eli. I, I, you know, you had already gone, Kev. I, mm-hmm. I, I told Eli, I was like, you know, we need to think about maybe, you know, having something else to talk about in this show, because I really don't want to talk about this movie that much. Yeah. I, there's, like, I, like, we're going, and that's cool, and I guess, like, yeah, I don't want to say we feel obligated to cover it, but in a sense, you do feel like it's a Disney movie. It's a Marvel tie-in. Well, you're the Marvel guy. You, you know, it's kind of an obligation, but I didn't even want to talk about it afterwards. I just wanted to say meh and move on. <laughs> yeah, and that, it was, and, done, yeah. And that yeah. was the thing. And, and like I said in the beginning, <laughs> if we had done this podcast, like, right after we saw the movie, I would have been saying, hey, look, I love the space scenes. I, I love this i love i would have been like completely totally visual guy but having that extra day to kind of sit down look at it examine it and then you know see what the director was thinking of it it kind of was like even the director was just like yeah i'm not worried this is about the guardians we're just going to focus on the guardians we're not going to put other cool stuff in it i mean if we if we if we're getting towards the end there's a part in there Kevin, when we were like sitting there, we watched it, right? And it was the, you know, remember the the hot golden people yes. were talking about, yeah, I got this new weapon, and you know, it's Adam. Adam, I'll call him Adam. I'll call him Adam. Who is that? That is Adam Warlock. Warlock right. right. Yes, yes. And believe it or not, Adam Warlock was supposed to be in this movie, but James Gunn said, "Hey, you know what? We got too many characters in this movie that are gold. <laughs> that are gold." Yes. You know, there's too much to keep up with, and there's too much crazy stuff happening. But I would say this. You could have just easily have just had the golden people do the drone space thing. They failed. So I don't know why you had them do it again. Mm-hmm. And then say, hey, we got Adam. You know, and he comes out, and you're like, okay, now you have an Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity War tie-in happening there where you can see how powerful this guy is maybe he gets you know a heart of gold a change of mind and say hey look you know what i don't want a piece of fight your daddy peter quill mm-hmm. i just trying to help out you know golden paris hilton yeah. you know i'm trying to help out the hot gold trying to get people. my piece of gold where our alkaline batteries at I'm you know a- where my duracells at i'm not sure where my piece of eight right i mean and that was the other thing <laughs> This whole movie was about a bunch of batteries. Just go to CVS and buy you some more. Yeah, if not for the batteries, none of this would have happened. None of this would have happened. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Freaking rocket. Yeah, it just, man, this movie, the more we talk about it, the more I just dislike it. But it's that one day thing. Would your, okay, let me ask you guys this. Okay, well, Lee just saw it this morning. But would your opinion have changed slightly if we had done this the night we, had, we saw this? Mine would have been, been, been the same. Mine would have been the same. I, I formulated well. my whole uh, uh, overview shortly at, while as we're walking out. 
Okay. I, I knew it before we like again when I was so bored that I'm looking at my watch like how much more there is this this is this would have been like if you did Empire Strikes Back and it's like okay we have to have the Han and Leia storyline we have to have the Luke storyline but what if Leia also had a side storyline with her sister and oh by the way Chewbacca doesn't have anything going on let's give a girl for Chewbacca to talk to right um, and give her a storyline C-3PO to C-3PO C-3PO and R2-D2 they need Brokeback a storyline Mountain yeah is that- <laughs> I love Not you, CP. everybody needed a dang storyline. No. Why are we on this planet? It's Tatooine. We don't know. Not everybody needed an emotional. That's what it say, CPO. I am your father, <laughs> but I am your daddy. <laughs> so, hey, Kevin, who who is the um? Because I get my names mixed up. In the first Guardians, who is the back, the quote unquote bad guy? Oh, oh that was the uh, with the big uh, ship. That was Ronan. That was that's Ronan. Ronan that's right. was a badass. Villain. Okay, Ronan. He kicked so, the hell out of. Yeah, that's the thing. Like with, with this movie, you had no Ronan. Nope. There was no one that you were like, "Oh, that's the bad guy." The baddest. And he's the bad. gonna. Bad. Oh man, I can't believe he did that. You know, there was the Golden People, which you couldn't take serious. Nope. And there's his dad, which is technically the bad guy, but it took so long for him to become bad. And then when he it, was bad, he was just a... He wasn't even that bad. But then he disappeared, and all you're looking at is a moody planet shaking. Yeah. Like, kind of like the mummy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was just tentacles, elect- electronic tentacles. But that, stuff, now, so. don't forget taser face. Taser <laughs> face. Taser face. It's a metaphor. I will, I will say, though, that I cracked up when he said taser face, and the Golden Girls is like... <laughs> What? what I knew face? that was coming. Yeah, they had run that into the ground so much. I'm like, go ahead, laugh, get it over. With. Uh, at it least was- they connected each, you know, each sequence. I, 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 that's all the thing I could give. That's almost like what Taserface's point was. Although, uh, other than killing the old Ravagers who was with Yadu. You know, I really don't want to talk about this anymore. Unless I'm, I'm, I'm done. Want to talk about, like, here's what I here, here's my closing thought on this. Like I said, I started off like if they could have pulled off another really good movie, you know, this could go on down a path of where people are starting to look forward to the new Guardians and having their fans and having to become kind of the new our, uh, next generation's new Star Wars. And what I learned from this is this is why. So many generations cling to Star Wars because rarely do you ever get three good movies in a row right. out of any franchise. The trifecta, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like Even a triple in this, crown. Uh, yes. For real. In this day of special effects and everything, you can do anything and everything you want to be able to come up with three almost perfect movies. And I'm, I'm sure people will have their, their faults. And those movies are not flawless. But... Lord knows, I mean, they're infinitely more entertaining. entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, I can overlook a lot of the lack of plot development if I'm just having fun. Right. right. You know, yeah. um, you, you overlook the fact that Jaws blows up and that's not physically possible because you're so into the moment and you're having fun watching that movie. Yep. Uh, you know, when you're not having fun, you're, you're noticing everything. Right, right. Yeah, I was definitely not blown away by this. Uh, well, I still buy it. No. May- maybe Cody. Cody, 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 Lee, would you buy it or would you would do something else? Ooh, it's going to be tough, man. Um, I'll just wrap my thoughts up on this. There's a lot of like nice little jokes inside this movie, you know, like, and it it's hard to take it that serious, but that's okay because that's kind of the point. So if you just want to like have a 
a fun little movie to watch and get a couple little jokes. Like like the Zune. I thought the Zune was hilarious because like that songs. was the Betamax of <laughs> of uh, of freaking uh, right. of, uh, of of handheld music, you know. And when he turned into Pac Man, and you know everyone getting all the little names they had for Rocket, like Trash Panda and Triangle Face or whatever. But that's not a the reason to go see a movie. You know, unless so, it's a comedy, yeah, it's tough, man. Like, yeah, unless it's a comedy. If you're going to see but, a comedy, that's a great reason. The jokes yeah. are a great reason to see a movie. You've seen an action movie that can't but even decide, in the first one. Do we want to be action? Do we want to be melodrama, or do we want to be comedy? Yeah, yeah. Well, Lethal Weapon did a good balance of it that. It had just the right amount. And you know, in the first one, the all the really, really emotional stuff was at the beginning with the mom dying. After that, there was nothing that was really like that serious. No. Um, this one, you had so many times where they just wanted to make you cry. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the ending when he got his send off was cool, um, just because okay, that's the way it happens. You know, the guy redeemed himself or whatever. But even then, it was just like that should have happened in the next movie. Yeah. But bottom line. You know, I liked the movie for what it was, but man, if this was the first Guardians of the Galaxy, there never would have been a second one. Mm. Yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good that's take a, on this that. Was yeah. the first, if this was the first one you saw, you would have no interest in seeing another one of these movies. Yeah, typically. So the if they ho- come out with three, I'll, I'll definitely will still watch it because I want to see what they can do with it. But, I mean, they're lucky they had one. <laughs> this movie just pushed three down from seeing it on open night to... Catch it on Cody, see the crappy copy, yeah. and be like, okay, it's worth seeing in the theater. Uh, but having said that, we'll know whether or not your theory is true in, in terms of would they ever make a second one if we get a sequel to Doctor Strange. There you go. That's so, true. That's very true. I, which I still haven't seen, unfortunately. Yeah, I've seen it. And it, look, again, well, they, do they make terrible movies? No. But, I mean, the bloom is off the rose. The Marvel... Um, Franchise, yeah, the Marvel franchise that they created. Like I said, it just feels like they're just treading water to so get. So is the, Marvel the new Pixar? Well, I don't know. I'm. I think that they're just treading water and trying to cash in on as much as they can cash in on until all the actors' contracts are about ready to come up. They do the Infinity War thing and call the. I'm willing to give them until Infinity War because it seems like we should have gotten to Infinity War like three years ago. I right. agree with that. Yeah. yeah, and they just they keep dragging it on. They drag it on. They drag it on. They keep Thanos is coming. We prompt he's coming. Thanos is, and. Because of that, I'm kind of going to give them a pass because they're just coming up with stories without advancing anything because they know that the next movie that they're going to really get involved in is the Infinity War series. Yes, I think like the, the, the point is, is like once you get to Thanos and you give them the Infinity Gauntlet and you have that, you game have on. a very... Yeah, the, <laughs> well, after that movie happens, game over. Yes. Because there's yeah. no way you can top that. How do you top a galactic ending movie you know if you have Thanos in there there is no other bad guy that you can get that's that powerful that badass if you will but they never that's where sequels make the mistake and that's exactly where where the Marvel franchise and a lot of franchises meet their end if you watch the very first Star Wars what do they do they blow up the Death Star how do you top that you don't there's no blowing up the Death Star in Empire Strikes Back right there's none of that galactic ending in fact it ends on such a uh, you know a, a a down, down note. Down, yeah. 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 But it was still a great movie. You don't make it's like a- life. It's just a series of down endings. Yeah, I was waiting for that. <laughs> I, I wanted to say a down note and I say if I if I say that, this is gonna be a clerk thing. But um 
anyway, uh, yeah, once you get to the point to where you've explored everything there is to explore there, don't feel like, okay, we just need to do that times 100. No, tell a different story. Right. You don't have to go ahead and destroy the galaxy every damn time. Yes. You know, the, it could have just been about Peter connecting to his dad, and that would have been just fine. And they could have been on the planet Ego, because that's not even, you know, his real dad's name. I mean, they right. could have been on the planet Ego, and they're like, hey, this is a cool planet. Oh, wait, this planet's trying to eat us. Let's figure out how to beat this. Mm-hmm. That totally would have worked. I mean, you still have Galactus. You you, you still have, you have like, tons. You have tons yeah. of Galactic mythology in the marvel universe i mean hell they showed the watchers like that's you know yeah, i was about to tell you man talk about the watchers yes man. the watchers were in there with talking with stan lee who was in like this astronaut uniform i, I i'm wondering if it was like a, a send-off to cosmo the dog that's in that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah russian you know cosmonaut how outfit. the duck mm-hmm. right how the duck people still popping over that howard the duck man yeah i mean it, it was really i guess if, we, if we're closing everything out yeah um, I've got really nothing else to say. That, no, that's cool. I, I like the I like the the visuals, except towards the end. That was crazy. Uh, I think that again, yeah, he should have had some more tied into the cosmic universe instead of just big. It was almost like a big cameo pop, and that was the thing that took me out of uh, a, a good bit of it. And of course, the the down sequences. The first movie did not exhibit that, and typically. When you have a first movie, that is the tougher movie to make because you have to introduce all the characters to people who are not used to them. And then the second one should be easier because you've already done the hard work in the first one. The second one should be a fun ride. Mm -hmm. And yeah, uh, this one just looked like, hey, look, uh, we got some CGI. We're just going to do this. And look, we want to get you involved with each and every one of the characters. I mean, even if you use Star Wars as, as an example... You say the Empire Strikes Back. I mean, yes, you can say, hey, look, they touched on Han's connection with Lando. Or, you know, they, they talked about this and that. But that was pretty much about Which, Luke. by the way, the exact same storyline. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's there's Luke something and Dark. not right about this Cloud City, Han. Ah, me and Lando are great. We're <laughs> yeah, we're going to do it. Look, Who thinks you could just come here? Can you get the guy that has no ears and machines around his face to just like order us like a coffee or something? You know, I had a long flight, you know. <laughs> I mean, that one was pretty much, hey, this is Luke and his dad. And you were like, hey, I'm cool with that. I like a lightsaber fight. But this one, you, I agree, you did not have to show each and every character trying to connect to each and every other character. You didn't have to do that. Nope. It was an emotional roller coaster. A two-hour, yes. two 15-minute one. Coaster. And I hate to say that, being a Marvel guru, I do. It, it pains me, like, hearing this music while saying it. It hurts me inside to, to, to say that. Because, you know, I mean, so sad. Marvel movies, they don't come out enough for me. And then, and then when they do, I want to see Rocket have, like, a big gun and, like, yell and be like, yeah, just like the first one. But I, I didn't get that. I mean, Yandu did all the work when they escaped from the place. And then, like, Rocket was like, pew. Yeah, yeah. I'm amazed that all four of us walked away with the exact same opinion of this. I mean, I really am. I, you know, there's really not much differing uh, in terms of opinion. Where it's, it's look, it's not. I'm not sitting here telling you it's a terrible movie. I'm just saying. I mean, it's the best 30 minutes on screen that I got to experience. I like for that. I I hold it up there as as being very well done. But I, you know, like there, walking into this, I looked at reviews and people were talking about 
this is better than the first. Any any review that you see that starts with this is better than the first, like you can have differing of opinions, but anybody that thinks that this is better than the first don't know. The yeah, they don't crack. Yeah, yeah. Unless you just was like, I'm reading. See, yeah, if you want to see David Hasselhoff, if you want to see Tango and Cash, just go. You know, watch the movies on Cody. Yeah. So guys, if you have a differing opinion, we want to hear it. Not really. <laughs> we'll we want we'll entertain it. Yes, <laughs> do a sidetrack. Well, we'll entertain it. We'd love to see what you think uh, uh, based on our opinions. Um, shoot us an email at show at magicourway.com. Well, guys, we'd love to know what you think about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Sorry, and there's a bunch of different ways that you can get in touch with us, man. Um, number one, go to our website, magicourway.com. That is the way to go, and you'll find our social media links, our past episodes, and more. If you want to share your opinion with us, man, do so through the following ways. Shoot us an email at the show at magicourway.com. Call us or send us a text at 1815MOWEEK, and that is 1815MOWEEKEN. 669-4226. Or you can go to our homepage again and leave a voicemail via our SpeakPipe widget on the right-hand side of the page. And we got a couple guys to do things outside of the podcast. Mr. Eli, as you could tell by him showing his Marvel prowess, ah. letting that sucker hang out like a baby's hand. Stick it in there. Holding a piece of fruit. Got to do it. Does things with comics, if you could not guess. Eli, tell him what you got going on. Right. I'm the comic guru, and drawing comics is what I do. And if you want to know about the story, you got to know about the glory. And you got to go to www.ivycomics.com. That's where you're going to find all the good work that I do. And it's got. Yon do? Yon do. do. It's what we do. And it's a wonder how it do. What? What? That's right. All day, every day. I don't stop. I don't play. Well, we got uh-huh. the fat boys in the in the studio today. That's right. We yeah. tell in the eighties. That's what this was all about, pretty much. That's right. Where's Kit? I wasn't talking about the rappers. I was just saying y'all kind of let yourselves go. Uh, that's what we do. Yeah, right? yeah, it's the beer. Right. That's more than that. We talk about that was a that was a groove happening there, Kevin. You felt that? You like that, Kevin? When you bust out a beat, it does something to me. I mean, you know, does I just, it? It does. I mean, come on, you move him. Uh, yeah. You, 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 <laughs> You throw out something, I'm, 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 I'm singing ballads. I mean, I don't sing. I draw. It's just like drags. You don't yeah. dance. Get out the way. Oh, Get what? out the way. Huh? It makes you feel something <laughs> whenever I throw out a beat. Oh, wow. Well, yes. I love you. I never, ever get to come outside of my house because I'm drawing all the time. The only time I get to come out when I get to talk to you. I thought you were going to stop a word out. Uh, I was going to say, <laughs> if you want to come out... Go ahead, come out. The platform is here. <laughs> Proceed, sir. Oh, wow. <laughs> We're here for you, man. I appreciate that. I mean, you know, I love y'all, but not in that way. Uh, <laughs> you love us, but you don't love us. I can't, you know, it's tough to love. Tough yeah, to so love. they want to know how they can they get in touch with you. Yes, of course. Again, uh, you can always find me at www.ivorycomics.com. Going to see some good art there, some interviews, some trailers. So what I do is no, there's no backup. It's just me. If I don't draw it, it don't exist. Okay. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Eli H. Ivory. You can find Project Geisha, book I'm working on, second books coming out. Keep your eye out for it. And just like this movie we talked about, it's a sequel to the first one, but it's just as good as the first one. So you need to buy them both. All right. You know, some young people like some comic art. Go ahead and support me so I can support them. All right. That's how we do it. Spread the art, okay? Spread the art. 
Instagram, Eli H. Ivory, and Twitter, you can find me on Hancock10166. So read the story so you can get some glory. I'm out. And if you want to take a trip out to Disneyland to see the Guardians of the Galaxy Tower of Terror, you can do so through Lee Lastovica. Lee, tell him how to do this. All right. And just keep in mind, you're out of luck till you've gone duck. But I ain't talking about Donald Duck. But Wait, anyway, what, what are you talking <laughs> what you about? Talking about? What you talking about, Willis? What you ducking? You talking about Daffy Duck? Who are you ducking? I'm talking about Howard the Duck. Wow. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Shaft. You mean Peking Duck? Peking, peeking at your duck. Oh, okay. Oh, so you want to take a peek at that Donald Duck? Give me a call at 413-349-8747. That's 419-DIZ-TRIP. Uh. D-I-Z-T-R-I-P. Really? Z yeah. like Zoom. Zoom. Uh, what? Check, check me out on the Facebook page at <laughs> facebook.com slash travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C travel. And remember, you can book a vacation with Lee with no hassle, Vika. That didn't flow right. I shouldn't have said my part. I don't know why you None did. None of that flowed you right. You know, the Florida? moment you talked about f***ing a duck, <laughs> the whole you thing st- fell apart. I wasn't talking about <laughs> What's he talking about f***ing? He was like, if you want a duck, don't duck till you see my duck. The, He's talking about one. Shaft. You t- yeah. yeah. Just saying it you, sounded like you want to get that it with a, a duck. bad mother. Shut your mouth. He was like, yeah, I got a duck. I'm putting it in your mouth. Like, <laughs> Peking duck. It tastes just as good. Do that Chinese? Yeah, we do yeah. that. Book a trip. I'll put it in your mouth. Dornax. We got that. <laughs> 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 We're doing Hasselvika. <laughs> That's right. Hasselvika <laughs> make you say quack, quack. quack. <laughs> get a little gin and quack. There you go. Mm-hmm. So, guys, uh, are we good with Lee's thing? <laughs> if Lee's good with his you thing. You good with that thing? Laid quack. With my mind on my mallard and my mallard on my mind. I didn't even hear what you said. Uh, yeah. I missed yes. it. Yes. No, you'll hear it on the recording. Yes. <laughs> that's got to stay With Sovika. Yeah, you don't have to do another one. That's yeah, no, that's stay. good. <laughs> you got to leave it like that. And if you want to support more of this madness, man, you can do, a, do this through a couple of ways. You can click on some affiliate links on our website. You can also buy some beignets and support the show that way. You can represent the Moeka Nation wherever you go by purchasing some clothing from our shop. And the easiest thing you could do is leave a rating and a review in iTunes or wherever you download the show, whether it is Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play, etc. And, of course, we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us and making us a part of your Disney fan life. We appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are welcome on the Magic Our Way podcast, so get in touch with us today. So, Moeekans! Ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. The necessities of Mother Nature's recipe. Hey, guys. Hey, you hear that? Yeah. Yes. You know what that is? Tony Bennett? It is Tony Bennett. Oh, man. Italians recognizing Italian. You know what song <laughs> he likes that? What song is he singing? Well, the song that Lee couldn't sing when he was trying to do it for the Navigator. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, but do you, do you know what I'm listening it on? This is Mad Hatter Radio, which is an radio, online radio station of Disney fan stuff. 
that we have partnered up with, man. How you like that? Partners here on the Gulf Coast, Magic Carway and Mad Hatter Radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, creative buffs on radio stuff. That's like right. It. Yeah, it's good. It's another outlet. Uh huh. You know, it, it, it's it, what's good about it. Yeah, let me tell you what's good. But you hear Tony Bennett. Mm-hmm. But you could probably hear Bare Necessities done by like a, a metal group, a heavy metal group. You could mm-hmm. probably hear a country version of this. Oh wow! You could probably hear like a funk version, James Brown type of. <laughs> Give me a Bare Necessities. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> get out! Get up again! Oh man! You know? Hot tub. What you say now, <laughs> Disney? That's right. You can hear that all on the station, man. It's, <laughs> they don't just give you the normal spiels and 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 r- attraction sounds, but they give you every creative variation that other artists have taken to the standard Disney songs. Like Tony Bennett right here. This yeah. little jazzy version of the Bare Necessities. You know. I'm thinking about Goodfellas right now. I don't know why. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Bada boom. Bada, bada bing, bada boom. Bada Boy, listen to this station, okay? It's good for you. It's good for me. It's going to go ahead. It's going to help you out. It's going to make me out. It's going to be really good. Okay? Man had a radio. Bada bing, bada boom. Just do it, huh? 